Welcome to the October 20th Health and Nutrition Articles of the Angus Beef Bulletin Extra. Thanks for joining us here at Angus Beef Bulletin Audio. I'm Casey Brown, Managing Editor of Audio for the Angus Beef Bulletin. If you have questions or comments, please let us know at abbeditorial at angus.org. Many the Miles. Consider beef quality assurance for cattle transportation during the fall run. By Jesse Fulton with Nebraska Beef Quality Assurance. It seems the year is just flying by. Fall is already upon us, which means it's about time for the fall run. Millions of cattle are being transported across the United States. A past Beef Quality Assurance survey indicated feeder calves traveling to Texas or Nebraska feed yards traveled an average of 468 miles, with some traveling plus or minus 450 miles. Because we live in the age of everyone has a camera in their hand, it's important for producers and livestock haulers to remember our bumper pull trailers, gooseneck trailers, and cattle pots are giant billboards for the cattle industry. As cattle industry representatives, we must be aware our actions during cattle transport could be scrutinized. Additionally, the condition of the cattle we are transporting could come under scrutiny and should be considered. Because transportation can be a stressful time for cattle, it's important we do everything we can to limit the stress on animals being transported. If we don't, we may see negative consequences on cattle welfare and performance due to stress. Research has shown stress from shipping can affect calves' immunity and prolong the amount of time calves are off-feed following shipping. Several pre-shipping suggestions have been made as, as a result of previous research. These include cattle should be fed and watered within five hours prior to being loaded if the trip length is more than 12 hours. Cattle being loaded for trips longer than four hours should be fed within 24 hours prior to loading. Cattle should have access to water at all times prior to loading. Cattle should be handled as little as possible and as gently as possible prior to transport. Cattle should receive a minimum of five hours of rest following 48 hours of transport. Cattle should be in good health and fit for transport. Do not transport non-ambulatory cattle. Do not transport cattle showing signs of sickness or being actively sick. Do not transport cattle with a body condition score less than or equal to two. Cattle with a mobility score of three are considered compromised and should be handled and transported with special provisions. Do not transport cattle with a mobility score of four. The National Beef Quality Assurance Transportation Program works hard to ensure cattle producers and haulers are aware, well aware of the industry standards and expectations when it comes to cattle transport. This program covers best management practices of several different topics for those transporting cattle, including principles of stockmanship, the importance of biosecurity, evaluation of fitness for transport, pre-trip planning and loading, considerations during travel, unloading, and risk and emergency management. Because the cattle industry sees the importance and value of the BQAT program, many major packers require BQAT certification for anyone delivering cattle to their plants. It is easy to get BQAT certified. If you attend an in-person BQA event, you will achieve your BQA and BQAT certifications all at one meeting. This will, this will reduce the time commitment it requires if you need both and choose to certify online. More information on in-person events can be found online at www.bqa.unl.edu. While we recommend attending an in-person meeting, we understand that sometimes it just isn't feasible to leave the operation. Therefore, those wishing to become certified can do so online. By going to www.bqa.org, 
You can certify in either the BQA or BQAT programs. Each program requires about two to three hours of time to complete. If you have any questions about the BQA program, please feel free to contact Nebraska BQA at any time at nebraskabqa at unl.edu or call 308-633-0158. Editor's Note Jesse Fulton is an Extension ed Educator and Director of Nebraska Beef Quality Assurance. Five chores to begin before winter. Prepare for the cold weather now by Mark Johnson, Oklahoma State University. It's not too early to prepare for winter. Let's consider a winter readiness checklist. Many of these suggestions are typical of preparing for the winter months. Some are of more significance this year. Number one, get your water sources ready. Water is the most important nutrient. A clean and abundant supply of water is critical for the health, reproduction, and production of beef cattle. In a year when ponds are low, now is the time to be planning for your winter water supply. Evaluate your ponds or water sources now. Whether it is pond cleanout, installing automatic waterers, checking wells, windmills, etc., now is the time to act before freezing temperatures arrive. Most ponds are at low levels. Shallower ponds are more subject to freezing. Plan accordingly. Number two, secure your feed and hay supply. Even if we receive ample moisture before the first frost, we are running short of growing days for warm season grasses. The warm season forage base you have now is all you will have. As we move into the typical hay feeding season, demand and price for hay, which are already scarce, will increase. In a year like this, getting a feed analysis on your hay is more critical than ever. If you are buying hay, ask for the feed analysis before you agree to purchase. If your grass is short and hay inventory is low, consider number three. Number three, evaluate your stocking rate. Eliminating cow inventory or culling may be necessary. In a year of record high hay and feed prices, keeping open cows and heifers through the winter greatly diminishes the profit potential of your cow-calf operation. Believe it or not, there are parts of the country not in drought. If you do some checking, it may be possible to custom graze your cows in other regions. If this is what you decide to do, don't overlook the cost of trucking your cow herd to areas with grass. The trucking bill could exceed the grazing bill. Number four, repair or install shelter and windbreaks. For more, see guidelines for livestock windbreaks in the April 5th, 2021 Angus Beef Bulletin Extra. Number five, monitor the body condition score of your cow herd. The dry period is the most efficient time to put flesh and weight on cows that may have gotten too thin while raising a calf this past summer. Managing now for optimum BCS at calving next spring will pay dividends in future reproductive efficiency and breed back. Watch Johnson discuss the management of cow BCS on SunUp TV from October 1, 2022. You can check that link on the article online. Editor's note, Mark Johnson is a beef cattle breeding specialist for Oklahoma State University Extension. Effects of drought on a fall calving herd. Beef cattle nutritionist says su supplementation is key to maintaining health. By Lisa Mosier, K-State Research and Extension. Dying trees, brown grass, and cracked lawns are visible signs of a lack of rainfall. Along with the landscape disadvantages, a lack of rainfall is detrimental to establishing crops and growing pasture grass, which can lead to negative consequences for the beef cattle that graze those fields and pastures, said experts at the Kansas State University Beef Cattle Institute. Nutritionist Philip Lancaster said a drought can be especially challenging for a fall calving herd. 
A drought is a real disadvantage to the fall calving cows because the summer pastures dried up sooner than typical due to lack of rain, which impacted the amount of body condition they were able to carry, Lancaster said. In a normal year, fall calving cows are typically around a score of six on a one to nine scale, with one being emaciated and nine being obese, he said. Lancaster said many of those cows are coming off summer pastures at a lower body condition score. And at the same time, the nutritional demands on them are peaking due to the lactation requirements from the nursing calf. This is also coupled with a time when feed costs are high. In this drought year, producers are going to have to supplement fall calving cows with energy and protein, along with roughage, to meet their needs. And doing that in a cost-effective manner is going to be difficult, Lancaster said. Another option is to look at relocating the herd to an area of the country that has more readily available grass and feedstuffs, said K-State veterinarian Brad White. You'll need to do the math to see if relocation is a viable option for the herd, he said. Another option is to reduce the herd size by selling some of the cows. As painful as it is, reducing the number of mouths to feed will help extend your feed resources, White said. To hear the full discussion, listen to the Cattle Chat podcast online. Editor's note, Lisa Mosier is a communications strategist and instructor for K-State Research and Extension.